Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone to middays with Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios on this Hump Day, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. And we got a lot of all the above on tap for today. I think that's uh, quite fair to say. Wow! Yesterday we were watching. The uh, testifying of General Mark Milley, the most woke general, (laughs) uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff ever. You recall, Rhino, several months ago we called attention to his rather indignant testimony to members of the House and Senate in particular, Representative Waltz from Florida and Senator Cotton from Arkansas, both veterans. And they called him out on this wokeification of the military. Well, yesterday he's on the Hill along with Defense uh, Secretary Austin, and they were talking about discussions they had with the President. This was a sort of an investigation into the Afghanistan debacle. Some would describe it as a catastrophe. I think that's fairly accurate. And so there were questions asked of the generals about their advice to the president with respect to retaining some level of troops in the country of Afghanistan, even after, even post-exit. We got some sound here to play for you. This is what they said. But I'd ask General McKenzie, did you agree to the recommendation that um, uh, General Miller uh, had two weeks ago? Senator, um, again, I won't, I won't share my personal recommendation to the president, but I will give you my honest opinion, and my honest opinion and view shaped my recommendation. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan, and I also recommended earlier in the fall of 2020 that we maintain 4,500 at that time. Those are my personal views. I also have a view that the withdrawal of those forces would lead inevitably to the collapse of the Afghan military forces and eventually the Afghan government. Yes, I understand that. And uh, General Milley, I assume you agree with that in terms of the recommendation of 2,500? What I said in my opening statement and the memoranda that I wrote back in the fall of 2020 remained consistent, and I do agree with that. 
this committee is unsure as to whether or not General Miller's uh, recommendation ever got to the president. Um, you know, obviously there are conversations with the president, yeah, but I would like to ask, even though uh, General McKenzie, I think you've all made this statement, did you talk to the president about General Miller's uh, recommendation? Sir, I was present when that discussion uh, occurred, mm -hmm. and I'm confident that the president heard all the recommendations and listened to them very thoughtfully. Okay, so we've got General McKenzie and General Milley. So General McKenzie, by the way, Kenneth McKenzie, he's the commander of the U.S. Central Command. And then Miller, I believe, was the last general in charge of the Afghanistan uh, deployment. And, and then you've got Milley, of course, from the Joint Chiefs. And... I believe it was Miller that said, mm, "We better not. We better not remove all the troops here." And those those questions directly asked of Mackenzie Milley were, "Did you guys advise that of the president?" They said, "Yeah, we did." Yeah, one of the main sticking points I had was why in the heck did we give up the air base, Bagram Air Base, and. Uh, Senator Marshall Blackburn from Tennessee questioned General Milley about that, and here's some audio from that exchange. Um, General Milley, were there options given for keeping American troops in Afghanistan rather than the unconditional chaotic withdrawal? Yes. You presented options, and those options were declined. There were options presented and debated. Yes or no. The decision was made. Yes or yes or no is fine. Did you at any point create options for keeping Bagram open beyond July 2nd? Yes. Did you provide options for keeping Bagram open directly to the president? Yes. <laughs> we shut it down, though, before we started the organized exit. What Which a huge mistake. One of the problems with the exit was, yes, the prior administration, the Trump administration, negotiated a withdrawal right. under conditions. Here's what General Milley had to say about their honoring of those conditions. While the Taliban did not attack U.S. forces, which was one of the conditions, it failed to fully honor any, any other condition under the Doha Agreement. Perhaps most importantly for U.S. national security, the Taliban has never renounced al-Qaeda or broke its affiliation with them. We, the United States, adhered to every condition. Hmm. So we kept our end of the bargain. Imagine, though, that the Taliban did not. I'm shocked, I tell you, just shocked. We're idiots for trusting these fools. How do you trust people that run around and chop heads off for not having your burk on right? How can you trust people like that? How much more of a clue do you need? But this is what's bothersome. So we got the woke general, Milley. We got, uh, we've also got um, McAllister, excuse me, McKenzie, McKenzie, and then Miller. All of whom said, you need to keep 2,500 troops. But the president, in his interview with Stephanopoulos, he had a completely 
different take on it. It's not at all what he said. Your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. That, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to stay? No, not, at, not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame, all troops. They didn't argue against that. So no one, no one told your military advisors to not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. <laughs> Somebody got some explaining to do there, Lucy. I mean, the difference is the generals are under oath right. giving testimony, and President Biden is talking to a relatively friendly yeah. interviewer. Who seemed a little shocked. Stephanopoulos actually seemed like, are you sure? You wonder, Rhino, if Stephanopoulos hadn't perhaps talked to Millie, McKenzie, Austin, Miller. Or at least heard scuttlebutt yeah. from their camp. And in his position, quite plausible that he would. No, that's the president that didn't get that right. Here's what's disturbing, though. He may honestly not remember the meeting and what was said. That's even more disturbing. Even something as critical as that piece of advice and information. And so one has to wonder, had he acted on that recommendation and implemented it and ordered it as recommended, by his top military leaders, would the situation have been different? Are there 13 service members that would be alive today? I'd say there's a high probability that they would be. Certainly a much greater chance of avoiding. Well, yeah, I mean, the main problem, the main issue that led to the suicide bombing that killed 13 U.S. service members was relying on the Taliban for checkpoint security into and out of the area. Yes. I totally agree. CJ from Madison on the ceasefire text line, a shame we even tried to negotiate with the Taliban all a waste of time. I agree, because they, I don't know that since we exited, they've honored anything that they promised they were going to do, right? Ridiculous. We got Representative Robert Johnson joining us on the program at 11.05. He'll talk about this proposed medical marijuana bill. And then Ricky Matthews at 12.20, he'll discuss his brand-new show, Super Talk Outdoors, that will begin airing next week. And i got to talk about some more lying by the president. I'm going to break it down. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Physical therapy and balance spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Now back to middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this hump day. 
So, somebody got to explain what the hell's going on. I mean, is it not fair and accurate to say somebody's lying? Because the president said, no, no, no that's not, not what they said. Not that I recall. Not that I recall. But you got two generals here that say, yeah, we told him. Little surprised. And at least the generals are under, are under oath. Yeah, it's a good point, right? They have consequences if they're lying. Right. So, Senator Tom Cotton, a veteran, he represents the great state of Arkansas, he let old Millie have it. You can tell, though, he ain't a big Millie fan <laughs> to start with. Listen to this exchange. General Milley, I can only conclude that your advice about staying in Afghanistan was rejected. I'm shocked to learn that your advice wasn't sought until August 25th on staying past the August 31 deadline. I, I understand that you're the principal military advisor, that you advise, you don't decide, the president decides. But if all this is true, General Milley, why haven't you resigned? Senator, as a senior military officer, um, Resigning is a really serious thing, and it's a political act if I'm resigning in protest. My job is to provide advice. My statutory responsibility is to provide legal advice or best military advice to the president, and that's my legal requirement. That's what the law is. Um, the president doesn't have to agree with that advice. He doesn't have to make those decisions uh, just because we're generals. <laughs> now, folks... We got to take a little credit here, Rhino, because I think we were amongst the first to call out Millie and take note of the fact that he had really started to focus more on wokeism in the military back in June. Back in June. Now, here's a clip from an exchange he had uh, on the Hill with respect. To that. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, etc., I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage, and I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? I'm not okay with this. I just want y'all to know. I thought this guy needed to go after I heard that. It became so clear. And now all this this information surfacing about possible conversations he had with his counterpart in China. This guy hates President Trump. I think that's clear. I think he's a 
a Biden stoolie. That indignant response, yeah, I think it's important we understand white rage. I don't understand what it is. I don't know what you're going to do to understand what it is. And I believe he and the president have both said that... It's been a buzzword talking point in the military since 2012. If they were going to do something, why haven't they done something by now? It's been almost a decade. Is it real? What does it mean? And why is he reading Mao? I mean, okay, fine, he reads Mao. And he's like, he's like boasting about it. Well read. I read Mao and Marx. What about, like, I don't know, modern war theory or something like that? But <laughs> I have deep respect for the military. I've made that clear on the show uh, over and over again. Deep respect. But the top brass, uh, they just seem problematic to me. And this, I think, that exchange, that clip we just heard, is somewhat evidence of that. I'm going to get really fired up now, so please bear with me. On this show, numerous times, I have shared accounts of America's corporations education institutions, all the way down to kindergarten, and how they have adopted this critical race theory stuff, and how they are so focused and obsessed with structural racism and equity and inequity and uh, America's legacy as a wicked and evil and structurally racist country and all the money and time being spent, especially in corporate America, to me is a solution looking for a problem. And sending all their top executives away for weeks to be indoctrinated into all this stuff. We just talked about CVS, right, right on Monday, where if you have a name that's short and easy to pronounce, that's racist. If you celebrate Christmas, that's what they're teaching. These are from the same people where you can make up whatever pronoun you want and have to force people to call you whatever you want. So get, why does your name matter? And get fired for it. You well, can literally make your singular personal pronoun Apache attack helicopter, and if your <laughs> professor at university doesn't call on you as Apache attack helicopter, they can get fired. <laughs> it's not far-fetched, as loony as that sounds. But the thing that's bothered me, and this is the business person coming out in me, you only got so many hours a day to drive to operational goals, to perform, to provide societal value, and to try to eke out a dang profit while you're doing it. How do you have time to go focus on all this stuff? How do you have time to go learn about your privilege and celebrating Christmas being racist. Well, and in the military, when you're so focused on white rage and the rise of white supremacy in the ranks, which I think is a ruse and doesn't exist, and all this other social justice stuff, how the hell do you have enough time to worry about, oh, I don't know, winning wars and preventing attacks on our nation? Well, guess what? There are some military officials that have now spoken up 
and said that they were the top officials, along with the president, from the military were holding meetings on culture war issues every week, sometimes more. Just like I said. And they go on to say, I think this may have distracted them from the task and the duty and execution of the plan in exiting Afghanistan. And because of that, check out what General Milley has to say about a reconstituted al-Qaeda and a timetable on when they could be dangerous to America. A reconstituted al-Qaeda or ISIS with aspirations to attack the United States is a very real possibility. And those conditions to include activity in ungoverned spaces could present themselves in the next 12 to 36 months. <laughs> oh. Milley says, I want America to know that the United States military is an apolitical institution. They say that, he says that the focus on cultural issues is necessary to ensure fair treatment of everyone in the military. Man, if there's one institution in this country that I truly do believe treats everybody fairly, and I mean without regard to race, it's the dang military. Because you know what happens if you don't? People die. And there's, there's only 168 hours in a week they were spending most of their time on all this woke cultural crap. That's what now ex-military folks that were involved in it are saying. I knew it! We knew it. You can't do both. Get out of the woke business. That's my call to all American corporations and institutions and education. Get out of it! Focus on your main charge and mission. We got more talk coming up here on Middays. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. An 80% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 69. Your Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 86. And for your finally Friday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm looking forward to a play date with my granddaughter. Nana! <laughs> I can't wait to get together with my friends for a backyard barbecue. If you're 65 or older, you're starting to get back to doing things you love. 
Did you know even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia? It's a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13 valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Ask your doctor or pharmacist today about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Department of Health is reporting an additional 1,098 cases of COVID-19 in Mississippi and 50 deaths. 28 deaths occurred between August 26th and September 28th. 22 occurred between May 25th and September 24th. They were identified from death certificate reports. And several law enforcement officials are advocating for line-of-duty death benefits for first responders who passed away from COVID-19. Representative Tom Miles intends to file a bill to address the issue and hopes to expand those benefits to health care workers. Our bill, the way that it's in its current form, covers public employees, but we've also had several people that are paramedics that, that work on the ambulance. And, you know, and that's been one thing that we haven't been able to cover in the other bill in the past because they're private-owned, but they've lost their life as well. Miles' mother was the first nurse in the state to pass away from COVID-19. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Hey, this is Stephen with Americans for Prosperity, Mississippi. Do you know how your legislators really voted on the issues that impact you and your family every day? Often, our elected officials campaign on defending your rights and liberties, yet they vote for special interest and irresponsible policies. See how your legislators voted at scorecardms.com to hold them accountable and encourage them to continue advancing the cause of liberty in Mississippi. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Feeling down? 
Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Middays with you on this hump day. So, one of the senior military officials who shared these details under a condition of anonymity, he said that the Secretary of Defense, that would be Lloyd Austin, secretaries of the military departments, they met every week at a minimum, sometimes more than once a week. He says, and I'm quoting, they never met once on readiness, but they met every week on transgender issues, extremism, racism, sexual assault, sexual harassment, etc. He said this clearly distracted from focusing on planning the exit in Afghanistan. Of course it does. It's like those issues have been elevated above everything else in this society. In corporations, in schools, in the military, throughout government. That's top of the list. Look no further than this tree equity provision. Three billion dollars for tree equity in this spending bill. That's all you got to know. If somebody's thinking about that, and they stick that in there, and they, yeah, we got to have that tree equity. That's how you know. And when you're trying to get it passed, that's not on the chopping block? (laughs) Exactly. You're not trying to trim the fat, and that's not top of the list of, hey, we could get rid of this. We could make this a little bit slimmer. Uh, $29 billion for a climate core. Complete with logo. Already ready to they go. They already have a logo. That's right. <laughs> Goofy Schumer's at the podium. <laughs> Stupid climate core. Oh, gosh. It, you, what is China thinking when they see this? When they know that our military is meeting on a regular basis with our president discussing these social issues? They're sitting back laughing because they were thinking for the last couple decades, oh man, if we keep selling them this cheap steel that's going to tear up on them in half the time of theirs, maybe they'll crumble. And then we just start crumbling from the top down with nonsense. Before even the Chinese steel could screw us. That's true. 
This really does bother me, though, because I, I have worn, and, and I know I'm not the only one, but uh, and, and maybe some say we talk about that too much on the program, but is it not clear now that this focus, this virtue signaling, I'm better than you because I'm meeting with the president and we're talking about white rage every week in the military, I'm doing my job. I'm, I'm uh, uh, performing my duty. I'm discharging my mission. This, do people not realize that? Certainly they do. Please tell me people are waking up and starting to see that this is destroying this country. It's destroying it. Not disrupting a classroom is racist, and turning your work in on time is racist, and your short names are racist and pronouns and the nuclear family. I mean, what isn't? We, that list is a lot shorter than the list of what is. Now, true racism and discrimination is abhorrent. We object to it. But, good grief, how far have we come in that regard? How many people are truly being held back because of it? I want to know. If there's a problem, let's fix it. But in the military, transgenderism is a top issue in the military? Maybe I don't understand the mission of the military. Maybe it's me. I think my understanding of it is fairly consistent with the vast majority of Americans. I don't think I'm wrong in that. I think most people think, yeah, their job is to win wars. Most importantly, and more importantly, I should say, is to prevent wars from happening. That's what you want, to deter war. Peace through strength. Yeah. That's what we want. But we're not being strong if those who lead our troops are meet with the president every week talking about sexual harassment. Now, if sexual harassment's occurring in the military, let's prosecute those who are committing it to the fullest extent of the law. I'm all for that. And but, probably you need to hold accountable the chain of command that allowed it to get so out of hand that it has to reach the commander-in-chief. Absolutely. Talking to the president, I mean, that's a strategic matter? To the point where it rises to that level to discuss it in the Oval Office? Do they ever talk about, oh, I don't know, terrorists? Russia? China? When do they get to that? Is that just down the list? It's like these executives at these corporations with American Express telling them that capitalism is bad. Huh? You don't exist without, a, without capitalism. You're telling your people it's bad? How, how do you get them to work towards common goals when you tell them the goals that you're trying to achieve are bad? That makes no sense. And they spend money on that. A lot of it. People are getting rich. Hmm. Let's see. They're getting rich. Is that causing capitalism? These people are getting rich because of capitalism. And they're getting hired to tell workers at American Express that capitalism's back. 
And if they had their way and socialism were implemented, any idea they had would be, oh, thank you, comrade. That's the government's now. <laughs> well, Your compensation will be the same as everyone else's. <laughs> I, I'm not stopping on this. This is it's pervasive. It's undermining this country. It's destroying it from within. Isn't that what the... Isn't that what our most ardent foes knew? That the way to destroy this country is from within, not from external? I don't know if we have time, uh, Rhino. We're probably out of it for this segment here, close. But as an example, we have some sound we will play for you of Vice President Kamala, Vice President Giggles. If I see that over the summer, I'm there have been, like, protests and demonstrations in astronomical numbers standing with Palestine. But then just a few days ago, there were funds allocated to continue backing Israel, which hurts my heart because it's an ethnic genocide and the displacement of people, the same that happened in America. And I'm sure you're aware of this. And I bring this up also because of the issue of how Americans are struggling because of lack of health care, public health care, lack of affordable housing, and all this money ends up going to um, and funding Israel and backing Saudi Arabia and whatnot. And I think that um, the people have spoken very often in what they do need. And I feel like there's a lack of listening, and I just feel like I need to bring this up because it affects my life and people I really care about's lives. And this is just something that has to be known. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. And again, this is about the fact that your voice, your perspective, your experience, your truth not be suppressed. Folks, I'm not sure if you can hear it. It's, it's kind of hard. But this is on a college campus, and she's meeting with some college students, and this young lady, this student, ostensibly a student, says that she's mad that our government is partnering with Israel because they're committing ethnic genocide. Is that what she said? I think, I think that was the term she used, right? Yeah. E- ethnic. Really? Israel? The only people... The only country in that part of the world that give a crap about this country, that can be trusted. And she's mad because the U.S. has a partnership. So many people in this country need health care. And we're partnering with Israel, which is just a tiny little island surrounded by people who want to blow them off the face of the planet. Something else folks may not realize You know where most of the cybersecurity technology comes from? Israel. They take security of all kinds very seriously. Very seriously. That's where it comes from. They're ahead of us in that regard. Half of the Middle East wishing to wipe them off the map, and you could fit the entirety of their map within the map of the state of Mississippi. Yep. I, God bless them. Thank God for their inventions that keep us all safe. I don't think a lot of folks know that's where a lot of that stuff comes from. Because if they didn't have it, they'd all be dead. That's just a fact. We're going to step aside when we come back. i got to talk about some of the lying from uh, old Joe Biden on the economic front. Stay tuned. We'll be back with you here on Middays.
looking for a pre-owned vehicle? Quit wasting your time and get to Richland Mitsubishi. We are your pre-owned headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. We've got an amazing selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. With such a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Looking for a truck or Jeep? We have them. In two-wheel drive, 4x4, diesel, every brand, every size, lifted and customized, we've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Worried about past credit issues? Don't be. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your pre-owned HQ, Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with approved credit. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of MM Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. I have got to get that Fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. This is the opening agri market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 242 to 102.45. March cotton was up 230 to 101 even. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up one and three quarters to 12.78 three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up one and a quarter to 12.88 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was up three cents to 5.35 and a half per bushel. March corn was up two and a half to 5.43 per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up a nickel to 127.55. February live cattle was up 15 to 132.47. November feeders down 47 to 156.57. January feeders down 37 to 157.60. And at this hour, Dow Jones is up 189 points, 34,489. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. Late season weather is no match for preparation and planning. Grow with pride all season long with Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring varieties bred to tolerate high winds and freezing temperatures. Open bowls and pick easily with Harvest Aid products and defoliate for an earlier harvest with high yield potential. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. So, before I get into the litany of Biden's lies, the friendly California commie, he's calling me out. I maintain that white rage, I'm not exactly sure what it is, honestly. I maintain that this is not a huge problem in the military. I just don't think it is. Uh, And... He calls me out saying that after I suggested it doesn't exist, I then proceed to become enraged. You know, if folks perceive my getting a little fired up by raising the decibels of my voice here on the air as white rage, we we need to have some more talks. I guarantee- like I've said before, silence and words can be violence, according to the left. I guess so. I don't think that's what these leftists perceive as white rage. I don't think that's what they have in mind. I'm not going to apologize for it. I get passionate. I get fired up. Sure. Because I care. And I'm disturbed. And you can be angry and disturbed and care and passionate without being enraged. I I guess maybe it's my fault, but I associate that with some sort of violence. Are we hurting anybody here? Now, if we're offending you, we don't care. Just let you know. Don't care. We just don't care. Nobody's putting a gun to your head and saying, be offended. I'm just imagining a a liberal's point of view of a stereotypical conservative. And instead of having the angel and devil on the shoulders, because, well, most liberals don't believe in God (laughs) and Satan. That's right. You have a skinhead neo-Nazi on one side representing white rage. And you've got a rainbow-haired power glasses femme Nazi on the other side (laughs) trying to center you. You know, I, I it's true. I get uh, I get a little animated. I, I not going to apologize for it. Just not. We need more of that. I'm not a violent person. Obviously, <laughs> that is what I would describe as rage. So I'm not going to apologize. But somebody's got to call out this crap, man. 
And we're doing it here. We're going to keep doing it. Let me let me share. So you heard the bumper music, What a Great Tune by Fleetwood Mac. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. Let's take a look at Joe Biden. In the latest Economist YouGov poll. Now, YouGov and The Economist are not far-right-leaning organizations. Only 40% in a recently conducted, I think it was last week, only 40% in the poll consider the president honest. 43% consider him not honest or trustworthy, in quotes, and 17% are not sure. That's down by eight points from 48% who considered him honest in February. How do you get elected when only 48% of the people consider you honest? Don't answer that. I know what people think. They're lying to the, peop- to the American people on so many issues. One thing that <laughs> Jen Psaki, who speaks on behalf of the president, the White House press secretary, she says, the borders are not open. The borders are not open. She says that the disappointing vaccination rate, you didn't come close to hitting their target there, that's because of Republican governors. On the economic front, this is where he's being the most dishonest. This $3.5 trillion, really $7 trillion spending package has got just a host of entitlements that will be permanent. He says this is an infrastructure bill that will be totally paid for. No. Even the left-leaning tax policy center says that it falls about a trillion dollars short. That's assuming the $3.5 trillion number in terms of revenues covering expenses. Won't even come close to covering it. Also says that they're grossly estimating the real cost, which is what we've pointed out here. Also, that about three-quarters of middle-income households would face a tax increase averaging about 300 bucks a year. I think that's low, and that doesn't consider inflation being part of that figure. There's more, and we'll continue it uh, after the break here. We've got Super Talk News, Fox News, and then Robert Johnson joins us. We're going to talk about the medical marijuana bill. We're going to talk more after that about Biden's lying on economic matters. Stay with us. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says at a House hearing on Afghanistan, the debate about the war's end should not cloud the pride in what our troops accomplished. They prevented another another 9-11. They showed extraordinary courage and compassion in the war in the war's last days. They made lasting progress in Afghanistan that the Taliban will find difficult to reverse and that the international community should work hard to preserve. He tells members of the House Armed Services Committee there was no risk-free way to leave troops in Afghanistan and that more would have been needed if they'd stayed. 
The North Korean government claims a military breakthrough. North Korea says it has successfully test-fired a new hypersonic missile in a launch that was first detailed by South Korea yesterday. If confirmed, it would mean North Korea is joining the US, Russia and China in a race to deploy next-generation high-speed hypersonic weapons. Fox's Simon Owen. America's listening to Fox News. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com you already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a Senate Armed Forces Committee hearing on Tuesday, Senator Roger Wicker asked the nation's top military officials how the pullout from Afghanistan has affected the country's credibility with our allies. Our credibility has, has been gravely damaged, has it not? I think that our credibility um, with allies and partners around the world and with adversaries uh, is being intensely reviewed by them to see which way this is going to go. Uh, and I think the damage is one word that could be used, yes. With lawmakers preparing to adopt a medical marijuana program, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney says it'll be up to individual providers to choose whether or not it'll be covered. And my thinking on it is that health insurance is not going to cover that unless it's mandated by the legislature. And uh, I just don't see that happening. Cheney noted that the product isn't dispensed by a pharmacy and purity remains a question mark. I'm Kelly Bennett. This may not look like a typical farm, but our plants bloom in every corner of the state. From flowers to decorations, to fruits and vegetables, even homemade jellies and jams, we take pride in producing the best for you. You may ask why we do this. Like my parents, we love what we do and plan to pass on our family business to future generations. It's our way of life, providing for our family and yours, the Farm Families of Mississippi. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state, and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Tonight is the annual congressional baseball game in D.C. 
Congressman Trent Kelly told Paul Gallo on Super Talk Mississippi he'll be on the field in a couple of roles. I am coaching, uh, helping to coach this year, and I'm going to bat. I am not going to play third. I've been the starting third baseman really? for three years, but so I'm not going to. designated batter. Uh, absolutely. So Hitter. we have hitters, and then we have fielders, and so I still hit pretty well, but uh, my arm's not what it used to be. He was there in 2017 when a lone gunman fired shots at Republicans that were practicing. He says he tries not to think about that day. Stuff like that never goes away. You know, you, you can either, uh, I tell people all the time, I, I'm going to live life. I'm more scared of not living than I am of dying. And yeah. so uh, I, I think you just have to go out there every day and, uh, and live every day to its fullest. Democrats won the last three games prior to last year when the game was canceled due to the pandemic. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Don't stop about Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios. And joining us now is Robert Johnson. He serves in the Mississippi House of Representatives. He's the minority leader, represents District 94. That includes Adams, Franklin, and Jefferson counties. Good morning, Representative Johnson. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. You bet. So, Wanted to get you on to give us an update from your perspective on this proposed medical marijuana bill. It's, it seems a rather imminent. We had Senator Blackwell on uh, the program earlier this week. Representative Yancey was on with Paul that the governor is likely to call a special session. What do you hear and what do you think at this point? Well, I've been hearing the governor is likely to call a special session for about two months now. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, uh, I, I've only seen a draft of the bill, and uh, but I can tell you that uh, Representative Yancey and Senator Blackwell have done a considerable amount of work. What concerns me uh, is is the is whether or not 
you know, it's been vetted by enough members of the legislature for everybody to be comfortable enough to come in here and make short work of it. But it should be. Uh, as far as I can see, they have, they have pretty pretty close to the spirit of Initiative 65. Uh, how the governor feels about that, I don't know. But, but again, your original question is the most important one. When will the governor call a special session? I don't know. What I've been told is that there's finally been a back and forth with the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the speaker. And what came out of that is essentially the governor said he'll think about it, but he hadn't made up his mind what he'll do yet. Hmm. Interesting, because and that's I, what that was a late. That was that was as late as yesterday. Okay. Well, it's it is my understanding, just in in hearing from uh, Senator Blackwell and Representative Yancey, that there seems to be consensus, broad consensus in both chambers, and thus the votes are there and. What I seem to recall is the the governor uh, suggesting, I guess even as recent as the late summer, that he would call a special session as long as the votes were there and and you guys could convene, get in and and out, get something done. Uh, But now... I think all all those factors have been met. So it goes back to your original question. So when, why hasn't the governor called a special session? uh, I, I think... By all accounts, whether you talk to Democrats or Republicans, the votes are there. They worked on the legislation. They haven't disseminated the draft to everybody, but if, you know, I just made a simple request yesterday yeah. and got a copy of it. Okay. And so I think you can get it easily. So yeah, I, I just think that uh, uh, I don't know. I think the governor. I, I don't doubt the governor has never uh, hesitated when he gave the instruction. Put your bill together, get the votes together, and if you got it together, I'll call a special session. He has been consistent about uh, being true to his word on that. So, uh, what I what the question I keep raising is: Has the governor said that he's going to call one anytime soon? And I was told by a very reliable who actually talked to the governor, one of the political leaders, who said when they talked to the governor, the governor said yes. Uh, thank you for that information. Let me think about it, and I'll see what I'll do. Okay. So that 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 may mean that we'll have a special session sometime before the end of October. Okay. What do you think about the bill as proposed, as drafted? Are are you pleased with it? And how does your your caucus feel? How does the legislative black caucus feel about it? You know, uh, I was reticent about uh, the the chair lady of the caucus calling a hearing. Uh, because I thought a special session was imminent, like the rest of us. But we had a hearing yesterday, okay. and we had a number of people speak. But the most important testimony, I think, and it's not new, came from Dr. Dobbs and 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 uh, Commissioner Gibson. And the two, the one thing that they were consistent about is they were concerned about to the extent that they have to administer this program and and police it, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not the funding will be there and whether they provide them with the, the requisite staff to get the job done. And I know there's been a lot of talk and criticism of, uh, uh, Rep- I mean, Commissioner Gibson. And, you know, I, I'm, it's not, I'm not here to, to take up for him or not, but he made a very good point in case about, oh, you've written this bill, you've written all these requirements for his, for his department to take care of. But the Department of Agriculture is a relatively small department. And if you're going to have him accept all these responsibilities and, and, uh, and, and sort of being the, the person, it looks like mo, uh, at least 50% of the responsibility with the Department of Agriculture, we need to be more detailed and give him time enough to put that staff together. So 
I, 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 I was sort of, uh, I found some of his proclamations earlier to be kind of specious, but after talking to him yesterday, I can tell you that he makes a pretty good, good case about, it's not that he, he, he hates marijuana, whether he does or not, it's more about administration of the program, and he wants to be able to do the job and give him the resources he needs to do the job. So, though, and, and Dr. Dobbs said the same thing. What is your most grave concern about medical marijuana, mer- medical marijuana, and running this program? And he said funding. Yeah. And so, and that's that's real. It's a big it's a big deal. Sure. Did they give you any indication of how much money they think they need? Have they, they put a plan together, kind of modeled out what those costs would be? That's a great question, Gerard, and and they, I don't think they have that number yet, and primarily because they are not, they weren't sure what their responsibility was going to be until they saw the bill. Uh-huh. The bill, and both neither one of them got the bill until end of last week. Okay, and so as they go through it, I think they'll, they'll have a more uh, they, they'll do a, they'll they'll be better equipped to say this is what I need. I got you. But but let me tell you, when people talk, when we pass medical marijuana. Medical medical marijuana doesn't mean there's going to be some open market on medical on medical marijuana. Even if it was a even if we were getting into the free market system of marijuana, but medical marijuana is highly. It's like any other. It should be anyway, like any other pharmaceutical. It should be highly regulated. Uh, it should be a lot of oversight, and you know it should be you know you should keep it pretty compact. That's going to take a lot of human capital. And it's going to take some some money. And yeah. so if we're going to run the program, I mean, it's going to get taxed. So I think the program will pay for itself. But as it gets off the ground, we'll have to do something to provide them with the resources to run a, a, a good program. Yeah, and that's that's the point that I was going to make, uh, Representative Johnson, is that you've got a 7% sales tax and you, you've got an excise tax as well. All of this money right. uh, will go to the general fund. So this is this is how it differs with 65, where it was a fee imposed on sales that would stay with the agency that that particular measure would charge with administering the program, which was the Department of Health, as you recall. So this money goes yeah. to the general fund, and the idea would be, of course, that the legislature would appropriate money, and there would be uh, uh, sufficient funding coming from those taxes to appropriate enough dollars to those two agencies at a minimum uh, for administration. I mean, that's the that's the theory, at least, of how that ought to work. <laughs> well, it, it, given given the fact that you have you have you have monitored and spent a lot of time understanding the legislature, uh, you know that the idea that the legislature you put money that's supposed to go to a program in the general fund yeah. and say, okay, I trust you to give it to us and run it. Away. You know that's fraught with a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Anxiety understand for, for a lot of people. And that, that's what they express. And yeah. so I, I one thing I do agree with them, if <clears throat> if they're gonna run the marijuana program, at least in its initial stages, you should at least commit the money derived from the excise tax yep. and the tax itself to the program. And when if it looks like it's more than they need, then we put that ac- excess into the general fund. But they, they, they're kinda out there saying, Yeah, I know you all say it's gonna go in the general fund, you appropriate and give it to us, but our experience is that doesn't always work the way it's supposed to. Yeah, might might need some short-term revenue bonds or something to get it seated, something like that as an idea. You got a big surplus from yeah. last year, you uh, in, in, you know, to possibly tap uh, to get kind of seated yeah. going. Those are valid concerns uh, from both uh, Doctor Dobbs those and are. Commissioner Gibson. No question about it. Uh, do you have? We got just about a minute or so here. Just want to get you to weigh in on this. Do you have some concerns about uh, black farmers being able to participate 
uh, in this new industry? Well, uh, I, I, I do have concerns. I mean, I come from a farming family and I, and you know, there's a, we all, some of us, you know, a lot of land that is unused that we would like to, you know, put to good use, you know, but, uh, on this medical marijuana part of it, uh, when you, when you examine how it's, how it works and how it's, how it's grown, uh, there's, you'll need a lot of help to get that done. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm concerned okay. about, uh, minority participation, but we, we've got, we, we've got commitments from both chairmen to work on this. Okay. That sounds good. Representative Johnson, always a pleasure having you on. Uh, take care, sir, and we'll talk to you soon, and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You got it. We'll be right back with more Middays. Don't forget, we've got Ricky Matthews coming up at 1220. we got a giveaway, too. Rhino will get to that. Stay with us. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do Adventures. Every aspiring drummer had to master that on the snare. <laughs> That's so awesome. So I got to continue on with Joe Biden and his falsehoods. By the way, CC in Senatobia, he writes in when you're on the ceasefire text line, when you're dealing with a man who claims he used to drive 18 wheelers. Claims he graduated top of his class. Claims these trillionaires, which there are none, need to pay their fair share. Didn't he also claim to go to a historically black college at one point? Yeah. And remember, <laughs> he also claimed to, uh, there was some other job, like work in the logging industry or something like that. But my favorite is when he lied about He's him hitting a double in the congressional baseball game in like 1972 or something. Yeah, you know those baseball games, they're notorious for not having box scores. <laughs> Keeping up with all those stats. He was it the Dodgers that he lied to or something? <laughs> yeah, it was the World Series winning team. I forget who won the World Series last year. <laughs> Wasn't the Braves. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, no wonder Americans don't trust him. Why does the left ignore that? Why do they just just dismiss all of that past history? The plagiarism. Heck, somebody wrote in, it's true, Johnny Carson called him out on it in like the 80s. That's true. Uh, well... With respect to his economic plan, he um, <clears throat> he says, of course, that this whole deal is paid for 
And he makes a, uh, an assertion. He says, on September 16th, how is it possible for millionaires and billionaires to pay a lower rate of tax than teachers, firefighters, or law enforcement officers? Lie. The top 1% of taxpayers, this is, by the way, from the U.S. Treasury. I'm not making this up. I dug this out of their website. Ray and Gluckstadt on the ceasefire text line reminded us, what about Nelson Mandela? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Biden got arrested with him, right? That's right. Except he didn't. <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> that's right. Oh, he's, he's in Brian Williams' league as far as telling whoppers. As far as I know, Brian Williams really only has the one big one. It seems like Biden's got several. That's true. Well, back to taxes. So the top one percent. It's bad when you make Brian Williams look honest. (laughs) My favorite of all time still is MSNBC. (laughs) When they breaking news, (laughs) Bloomberg. Bloomberg can give everybody a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. Yep, there it is. There's the math. Breaking news. There you see it. Except math. <laughs> they don't like math. I mean, here's Jen Psaki talking about how it's going to cost. Some have expressed publicly that they're not comfortable with oh, the 3.5, even though zero costs zero dollars. Cost zero. Cost zero. Yeah, right. <laughs> I heard it put best. The, the only way that logic makes sense is if you really believe this. Say you have a mortgage that's 1500 bucks, and you make 1500 bucks. That means you got a free mortgage. <laughs> you know, I, I apologize, and thank you for indulging me for laughing a bit. What makes me laugh? And I'm not laughing at just how deleterious and how damaging that sort of crap is. And the fact that they're just outright telling whoppers to the American people. It's that they're so damn serious about it. That's what makes me... It's Brian Williams. Here here we go, breaking news. Like, you're an idiot. You got the math so wrong and you're so convinced of it and so serious about it. That It's that scenario that makes me laugh. I, I don't know how else to react. Yeah, it's like a circus clown coming out to center stage and the spotlight hits them and they give a serious Shakespearean soliloquy. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. The top 1% of taxpayers funded 40%. They are accounted for at 40% of the total income taxes collected by the government. The bottom 98, 90%, excuse me, uh, they paid about 20%. It's just, it's just wrong. It's just a lie, 25% if you count the other taxes involved in that. But that's not fair. That's deemed not fair share. Additionally, with respect to the rate, the... <laughs> the rate paid by the top 1% averages 25.4%. By the bottom 50%, 3.4% is the average rate. But that's deemed unfair. 
25.4% for the top 1%, 3.4% effective tax rate for the bottom 50%. Now, the way Biden lies about this, as we discussed on the program Monday, well, not if you count their unsold stock. Assets which they have not sold and yet realized the gain on. That's the line. That's the spin. That's the projection. Uh, the tax code in this country is the most progressive, meaning as income rises, rates rise precipitously with it. It's a bit extreme, but that's like the tax man going, uh, you're a little short. Give me that gold tooth. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Our code, our tax code, our tax structure is the most progressive among the 38 countries that make up the, the OECD. That's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Essentially, the, uh, the Western uh, uh, countries, the Western non-communist countries. They're close to it. A lot of them are with their socialism. But he also says, this is necessary to build the economy back better. But on the other hand, he stands in front of the country and says, the economy's doing great. Look at all the jobs. Look at the GDP growth. But we got to pass this $3.5 trillion, really $7 trillion deal to build back better. Well, which is it? In fairness, he is at least a job creator for one, because they had to create the job to build the sound stage they were on for his <laughs> booster shot. That's true. When you watch the video, it's like, oh, this is in some part of the Oval Office. I don't really recognize it, but there's a window. and they seem... No, it's all a set. Yeah. <laughs> it was all They staged. built a set for a booster shot. <laughs> he was, by the way, supposed to head to Chicago today to encourage Chicagoans to get vaccinated, he decided to stay back because he's still trying to wrangle in Senators Manchin and Cinema on this $3.5 trillion deal. It's true. He stayed back, stayed behind. So Pelosi, who last week said, we got to do both of them at the same time. The $1.2 billion, excuse me, billion, there's no billion in the federal government. $1.2 trillion deal passed on a bipartisan basis. You remember that in the Senate? It garnered votes from 19 Republicans, including Senator Wicker in Mississippi. But she said originally, we're going to combine those two and, and get those, the votes on those uh, as a combined measure, if you will, a package in the House. She's now backed off of that because her members ain't on board with it. You got the far-left wacko group, AOC and company. The squad. The squad. They're saying, we are not going to vote for this $1.2 trillion deal. You got to put the $3.5 trillion deal in there to go. And then you got the moderates that are saying, we're not voting for it if you put them both together. It is Hell week, I'm telling you, in D.C. for the president. The likelihood, I pray this happens because we got to save America and kill these bills. I pray nothing happens. Neither pass. That would be a bonanza for the United States of America. It would be a catastrophe for Joe Biden's agenda. Remember Rush said, I hope he fails, talking about Obama? And they took that out of context. He meant his agenda, his policies. 
I'm with Rush on Biden's policies. I want them to fail. We got to take a break right here. We'll come right back. We got a giveaway later on. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. An 80% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 69. Your Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 86. And for your finally Friday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Pillium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pillium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pillium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pillium.com. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, in front of JCPenney. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives. Callaway's gives. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's gives. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a Senate Armed Forces Committee hearing on Tuesday, Senator Roger Wicker asked the nation's top military officials how the pullout from Afghanistan has affected the country's credibility with our allies. Our credibility has, has been gravely damaged, has it not? I think that our credibility um, with allies and partners around the world and with adversaries 
uh, is being intensely reviewed by them to see which way this is going to go. Uh, and I think the damage is one word that could be used, yes. With lawmakers preparing to adopt a medical marijuana program, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney says it'll be up to individual providers to choose whether or not it'll be covered. And my thinking on it is that health insurance is not going to cover that unless it's mandated by the legislature. And uh, I just don't see that happening. Cheney noted that the product isn't dispensed by a pharmacy and purity remains a question mark. I'm Kelly Bennett. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. Middays is coming at you here from the Super Talk Studios. It's Gerard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump day. So Thomas in Greenwood says, if it's zero cost, why are we raising the debt ceiling to cover it? Not uh, not actually, uh, that's not how it works, Thomas. The, raising the debt ceiling is has nothing to do with spending. Raising the debt ceiling has to do with the ability of the government to borrow money to cover spending that has previously been committed to. It does not have anything to do with new spending. wanted to be clear about that. But that is a big old problem that is uh, causing a bit of angst for the president because the Republicans, you got to tip your hat here to Mitch McConnell. I know he's uh, often castigated in the conservative circles. But in this particular case, he did good. He said, we are not going to play along with your little debt ceiling deal. And it honestly, it's, it's complicated. Uh, the, the maneuvers and the legislative maneuvers that are required to pass the debt ceiling, the Democrats can actually go on it alone. And, and it does not require uh, the 60 votes typically necessary to pass legislation over in the Senate, but 
passing legislation through the reconciliation process, which only requires a simple majority in the Senate, is complicated. And so there's concerns about whether or not that can get done by October the 18th, which is when Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says, I'm going to plagiarize a little bit here. All hell will break loose <laughs> if we don't raise the debt ceiling. Actually, her, her description of it uh, was, and I quote, calamity, is how she described it. Uh, basically said the government would be unable to pay its bills if the ceiling isn't raised by October the 18th. The ceiling, by the way, was suspended in 19 and automatically reinstated at the beginning of August. That's, that was kind of the way the legislation was, was processed and passed back in uh, 19. So this is really just to approve the ability of the government to borrow money to fund commitments for prior spending. Uh, if we pass a deal and, and uh, to spend more money, even though Joe Biden says it's paid for, which is totally duplicitous. First, even on its surface at $3.5 trillion, the numerous tax organizations, left and right leaning, in their analysis of the more than 40, by the way, 40 taxing provisions in this bill, it comes up about a trillion short. Secondly, again, lots of these entitlement programs to uh, to, to uh, model it and to draft the legislation such that the CBO scores it so that it will pass and will be eligible for passage under the reconciliation provisions. They often term those programs out sometime in the 10-year period which is used to score these bills. So the child tax credits, for example, I think those expire in three years. Well, the notion that the Congress isn't going to renew those once they start hitting everybody's checking account with money is not likely. So three years, they extend it. But the tax provisions passed now don't cover the extension. That's why when you hear me whisper, it's really $7 trillion, that's because it's my belief when you look at all those spending programs that, that are, are not permanent and have term dates on them, expiration dates, they're permanent. All these programs are permanent. You don't take them away. It just doesn't happen. No such thing as a uh, no, no more a permanent thing, right? I think that's what Milton Friedman said than a government program, a temporary government program. So that too is duplicitous. He's, he's just not being honest about that. But if the government can't pay its bills or can't borrow to pay its bills, there would be suspension of some pension payments. There would be withholding or even cutting of pay of soldiers, federal workers. It would delay interest payments, which would affect our bond rating, which would which affects the the, the dollar and the, our currency, which means that things that we import would get more expensive. It would be a default. I mean, it just lots of bad things happen. Don't forget, in 2011, S and P Standard and Poor's, which is one of the they and Moody's rate bonds and and uh, rate 
public sector entities that uh, seek to issue bonds, they stripped the United States uh, of its AAA credit rating for the first time ever because the Treasury just came within a few days of, of being able to pay or unable to pay certain benefits. Anyhow, this is a, it's a big old problem, and I, I don't think Biden is up to it. I just don't. Of course, Thompson Greenwood says let him shut it down. I know that's a popular view and a popular viewpoint. People on the right, we would all lose big time if this government shut down. Big time. Now, as we've talked about before, if, if the goal is, I'm sure it's Thomas's goal here, we got to balance our budget, I'm all for that. Have hammered that point for years. It's an issue. But 70% of our spending is Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, and debt. And if our bond ratings tank, our interest payments go up, we go further into debt and have a bigger deficit, as an example. I'd rather lose it now than pass it on to my kids. Uh, there would be no country to pass on. Be over. I know that sounds like hyperbole. Sounds far-fetched. If this country started defaulting on its debts, all bets are off. You think you got inflation now? He says, like I said, we're due a correction. Losing the country ain't a correction. Is that what you want? Do you not think that would happen, Thomas? Because that's exactly what would happen. The, the problem is we launched all these programs going back to the 60s that were misguided, terribly designed, and now we're stuck with them. And I am quite sure that there are people listening to us right now that would say, you can't stop my Social Security and Medicare. I paid into it. I earned it. I deserve it. I'm entitled to it. And I won't argue that. But you also can't argue the fact that that's what's plunging us further into debt. It's, it's a major part. Now, the left says, it's the military. It's our defense spending. Problem is, when you do look at the math, that's less... It certainly than, didn't help. But, it doesn't help, I agree. But it's less than 20% of total spending. Right. If, if we hadn't severely increased federal spending in the last half century, it wouldn't be as big a deal. Agree. That's, agree. Uh, but it's difficult for a layperson like me, and I think this is true of most Americans, what's the right amount? What, what's the right configuration of the military to defend this country? Uh, that, that's... I'll, I'll admit, I'm not smart enough to figure that out. I don't know what the right amount is. I, I will say this, I totally agree with Trump, who finally brought to the world stage the fact that we are absorbing the cost, incurring the cost of defending the entire dang world. And our allies, especially in NATO, you talk about paying fair share, they ain't paying their fair share. And what are they getting for it? Safety. Yeah. Security. Life. <laughs> That's not right, in my view. Uh, so I don't know what the right amount is there. Now, 
surprisingly to a lot of people, the entire rest of government, take out Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, interest, and military. Now, consider the entire rest of government, gigantic. It's 10% of spending. It's nothing. Eliminate it totally. Still have a deficit. Eliminate the military totally. Still have a deficit. We are at the point in the next couple of years where 100% of our income taxes will be used to fund pensions and health care. Because Social Security is crashing under its own weight, Medicare is in way worse shape, and Medicaid, which is free health care now for 75 million Americans, consumes about 23-24% of total spending. We are in the health care and pension business in this country. Defense and everything else is a distant last to that. And what does Biden want to do in this bill? Increase all that. He wants to expand that dramatically. And by the way, Thomas, even if we shut it down, it's, it's imminent. We're going to fund it. We're going to raise the debt ceiling. It's just impossible not to. There's no alternative. Stay with us. We'll come right back. We got to get giveaway in 1220. We got Ricky Matthews, Super Talk Mississippi host of Coast View. He'll talk about his new show. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Congressional action around a continuing resolution to fund the government, the bipartisan infrastructure bill, the budget reconciliation bill, and the debt limit appears to be coming into focus as government's fiscal year ends at midnight on Thursday. 
Tuesday. All these issues have implications for agriculture. If the government shuts down, USDA offices in Washington and around the country would have to close. Federal payments to farmers due for release in early October will be put on hold until a funding mechanism is passed that would allow these funds to be released. In the past, special provisions were also needed to ensure food aid recipients continue to receive aid through the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. If the government's ability to issue debt is not increased, it could affect government payments to farmers and credit markets. The government will run out of money as of October 18th. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Here's what a family home prepared for hurricane season looks like. There's an adequate supply of propane in the tank, and it's securely anchored to the ground. The propane cylinders are stored outdoors, not in enclosed spaces. On the fridge, there are instructions for turning off the gas and other utilities in case of severe weather. How does your family's home measure up? Always listen to your local authorities during severe weather. Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Are you a landlord whose renters can't pay due to COVID? Don't evict. Ramp up. RAMP is the Rental Assistance from Mississippians program administered by the Mississippi Home Corporation. If you have tenants who need help paying past due and future rent or utilities where they're currently renting from you, RAMP may be just what you both need. So don't evict. Learn more at ms-ramp.com and ramp up now. with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays is back with you super talk mississippi so there one thing that always comes up with respect to our debt a, a couple of things one let's make sure that we all uh, understand the difference between deficit and debt because you see sometimes those terms used um, interchangeably and they should not be now i know our audience is smart they don't do that sort of stuff but you see some folks, even in the political realm, that will misuse. I hope your facial expression suggests you're in shock about that. No. <laughs> Politician talking about something they know nothing about? Say uh, it ain't so. <laughs> sorry to uh, be the bearer of that bad news. How about that alliteration? <laughs> so, 
deficit is just it's the difference between income and expense over a period of time. A year, typically, is the measurement. So if you take in less than you spend, the amount of difference there, which is a negative figure, uh, when you subtract the spending from the income, you end up with a deficit. In private sector parlance, that would be a loss, essentially, a net loss as opposed to a net profit. It's generally where you start losing stuff, Yeah, like cars or <laughs> houses. Right. They come after it, don't they? Yeah. Debt you on the other. You run a deficit and it goes a year. Yeah, they're coming after Yeah, you don't get a year, typically. Right. Uh, debt, on the other hand, that simply is the amount of money that has been borrowed, the liability uh, that has been accumulated for that amount borrowed. That's different. And That's that, the 20 grand you still owe on the car they're coming to get if you run a deficit. You got it. Great analogy. Love it. And whereas debt continues to, it, it's, it doesn't um, zero out at the end of the year, at the measurement period. It continues. It's a balance sheet item. It's a liability. Deficit starts over every year. So our debt, somewhere around $29 trillion. I think folks are surprised to learn that the vast majority of that we owe to ourselves, not to foreign nations. I know a lot of people popularly believe, well, we owe all that money to China. We only owe China about $1.3 bucks. We actually owe Japan more than we owe China. But it's... You yeah, know it was that, a common belief at one point in time that China just had warehouses of American currency just waiting to flood the market with it to devalue our, our money. And totally not true. In, in the real world... They don't have enough warehouse space. <laughs> it's true. Trillions of dollars would take a lot of space, wouldn't it? So, there again, about five trillion of that total twenty-nine trillion. It may it it sometimes gets up to six. That's owed to other countries. The rest of it is intergovernmental debt, and then debt owed to the public. Uh, which would be like private buyers of treasuries and so forth. But the intergovernmental, you know who holds most of our debt? The single entity? Social Security. And that's because by law, this, were, this, were, this is a law that's been on the books for decades, the surplus, any surplus produced by Social Security, meaning the amount of money paid in that, that is withheld from your paychecks, from workers' paychecks, that funds benefits. So then the Social Security takes that money, and then they take interest on the debt that they have sold to the federal government. They combine that, and they pay the benefits. And if they have a surplus from that, the government, by law, has to buy that surplus. A lot of people think, well, the Congress stole Social Security money. It's absolutely 100% false. Not true. By law, the federal government borrows money from the surplus generated by Social Security, when it produces a surplus, special bonds called S-bonds. And they are low-interest-bearing loans, essentially, between the federal government and Social Security. And so that's who owns most of it. The United States Treasury has never defaulted on payments to Social Security. If it did, 
the entire global economy would collapse. That is just the way it works, and it's a, and it's a true statement. So I just wanted to clarify some of that. I hate this debt. It punishes us at the cash register. We will never pay it back. It's not even in the cards. We got a break on us right here. It's Super Talk News, Fox News time. We're going to come back with more talk. And then at 12:20, Ricky Matthews, Super Talk Mississippi host of the Coast View. He's now going to be hosting Super Talk Outdoors. He'll talk about it with us at 12:20. We'll be right back. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. At a House Armed Services Committee hearing on Afghanistan, military leaders are asked about their recommendation to leave some troops there and President Biden's denial he ever got that advice. Ranking member Mike Rogers asked CENTCOM Commander General Kenneth Frank McKenzie. President Biden told George Stephanopoulos in an interview, no, no one said that to me, referring to keeping some uh, 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. Was that an inaccurate statement by the president? Sir, I am not going to comment on a statement by the president. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the U.S. remains committed to getting Americans who remain in Afghanistan out. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. United Airlines workers now face termination for not being vaccinated for coronavirus. The deadline was September 27th, and the company says 593 employees did not receive the vaccine. They can still save their jobs if they get vaccinated before their termination meetings. Fox's Ginny Casola. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Halsey Insurance, halseyinsurance.com. The Beach Boys, live in concert. Over five decades of timeless hits. October 6th at Brandon Amphitheater. The Beach Boys, 2021 Feel Flows World Tour. Get reserved seats now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages available at TheBeachBoys.com and MikeLove.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Department of Human Services assists about 22,000 children every month through their child care program. To qualify, Director Bob Anderson says your household income can't be more than 85% of the median state wage, so that's about 38000 a year for you to qualify. There'll be some changes November 1st. One of the things we're going to stop doing is counting child support payments as part of the household income. Uh, that doesn't qualify a lot of people, uh, mm. disqualify a lot of people, but it does occasionally. A large solar facility was recently approved for Scott County. Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey says more are on the way. Potentially, probably two to 2,500 megawatts, investments of close to $3 billion in consideration at some point in time. And these are dispersed all throughout the state. He says Mississippi is an attractive area for these facilities due to affordable land and access to large markets. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. 
You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation do for Mississippi? Our goal is to create opportunities for Mississippi farmers and ranchers to have a better life and make a better living. We offer education and safety programs, create scholarship opportunities, and provide health resources for our members, not to mention our agricultural advocacy efforts. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Commissioner Andy Gibson doesn't want his agency to be tasked with regulating growing, processing, and transportation of medical marijuana. This bill will greatly expand the size of government. It will greatly expand the size of this agency. House Speaker Pro Tem Jason White responds. I believe uh, the Commissioner Gibson at one point advocated for a new commission to be formed. Certainly, um, that would be expanding state government under his definition. As written, multiple existing agencies would be in charge of the program. Louisiana suffered the brunt of the storm when Hurricane Ida came ashore. Dr. Moby Solange, president of the Institute for Marine Mammal Studies, says there was ecological damage as well. There were some dolphins that were found dead in Plaquemines Parish. Uh, there were also over dolphin that stranded in uh, a drainage ditch in Slidell, and we were able to go help. He said some smaller communities on both the east and west side of the Mississippi River that depend on fisheries will suffer for a few years. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moore, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Day. 
Welcome back, everyone. Middays is back with you here on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio guiding you through the middle of the, your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump day. It is indeed. And we are going to be out at the Country Club of Jackson this coming uh, Friday is middays. And the Gallo Show is going to be out there as well. We're looking forward to that. That's for the Sanderson Farms Championship. Of course, today, I believe, and tomorrow, right? Sports Talk Mississippi will be there. Oh, yeah. Paul and I will be there on Friday. The uh, championship is at the Jackson Country Club. It's become one of the premier PGA events in the South. All proceeds from the tournament go to charities across the state, including the Friends of Children's Hospital. And then next week, next Wednesday, Middays is going to be at Cruising the Coast. I'm looking forward to that. This is America's largest block party, Cruising the Coast. Celebrates its 25th anniversary with nonstop fun and entertainment from October 3rd through October 10th on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. Middays with Gerard will be there next Wednesday at the Biloxi Town Green. For more info about Cruising the Coast, go to cruisingthecoast.com. And then coming up in the next segment, our good friend Ricky Matthews, he's the host of Coast View Super Talk Mississippi. He will discuss his brand new programs coming up, Super Talk Outdoors. In a little bit, we're going to get to the Beach Boys. We'll do that after we got a concert uh, ticket oh, giveaway yeah. for the Beach Boys. We'll Talking get about to that. cruising the coast, though, on the yeah. way to work this morning, I passed a bright pink mm-hmm. 59 Thunderbird. Really? Oh, yeah. You think Just out cruising there? around. Oh, that's so cool, man. All I can think about is um, American Graffiti. Suzanne Summers, of course, in the white Thunderbird. The one with the portal window, is that right? In the oh, white? yeah. Yeah. Did it not have a removable roof? It wasn't a convertible, right? But couldn't you detach? Some of them were fixed, and I think some you could detach and I think so, yeah. convert it to a convertible. So it's pretty cool. So, Chase from Columbus. Lots of texts on the Ceasefire text line. You can uh, give us a text at 601-879-4395. Appreciate all the engagement. Apologize. I've been talking too much. Hadn't, hadn't read a lot of them. But Chase from Columbus, the whole debt ceiling thing blows my mind. If you come home from work and your septic tank has failed and your house is up to the roof and sewage, what would be the first thing you do? Raise the height of the ceiling or get the crap out of your house? <laughs> It's a tough one because it it is um, restricted somewhat by legislative and really just law obligations there. So the debt ceiling is necessary. So we borrow money, no secret there, to operate the government, and the ceiling dictates how high that debt can get. We're paying down on interest. We're not paying down on very much of the principal. So we have to raise the debt ceiling just to borrow money to pay our bills. That's what it boils down to. The federal government has the luxury that private sector businesses don't where eventually they just cut you off. But here's something to think about in the private sector. If I owe the bank a couple of thousand bucks, that's my problem. If I owe them a couple of million and I can't pay, that's their problem. That's what's going on here. So 
even though some have said, uh, somebody here, Rhino, said I saw a movie last night about China defaulting on the debt, or, or excuse me, calling our debt, calling our debt, and, uh, and, and the catastrophe that ensued. The reason that won't happen is, first, China uh, owns about 3% of our debt. It's de minimis. Most people think, oh my gosh, we owe China all this money. It's about 3.5% of our total debt. It sits at about $1.2 Japan, we owe them $1.4. Most people don't even know that. We owe Japan more than we owe China. But the reason they won't call it is because we couldn't pay it. And if we couldn't pay it and that triggered us into default, well, then one of their biggest customers is out of business. That's why you don't do it. It's not like, I think we're going to go call that American debt. We'll show them. Then what? Well, then you just killed your customer. <laughs> That's, why That's I, not to say they wouldn't threaten it as a part of action against Taiwan. Oh, absolutely. It to negotiate it for Taiwan, for what they want there? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. I, but don't worry, because Joe and our military, they got that covered while they meet twice a week talking about the rise of transgenderism in the military. Most important Top priority. Oh, yeah. The impact of white rage, transgenderism, and critical race theory on readiness. Exactly. Government shutdown didn't affect me. That's because it wasn't shut down for that long and it accomplished nothing. That's on the ceasefire text line. It was very short term, accomplished nothing, and it actually cost money. If it were permanent, it would affect you. I promise. So it, it's a tough one. I hate the fact that we're spending all this money and running up the debt, not because I think we're passing on this debt to future generations who is saddled with it, because they're never going to pay it back either. We're in a period of what's known as modern monetary theory, MMT, and it's all about moderating and regulating the money supply so as to hold inflation down and, and achieve optimum uh, employment. That's really the Fed's goal, by the way. And that's why they've started talking about tapering, which means they they uh, start to reduce the amount of bonds that they buy uh, every month, which injects a lot of money into the economy. That means they feel like that the economy can kind of stand on its own and doesn't need Fed support, which is what it's gotten to a great extent uh, over the last couple of years, for sure. So these are these are all complex fiscal and monetary policy matters. They're all intertwined. The big point here is that it's a reflection on the president. I mean, it just is, and the party in charge. If, it, if the thing goes down and, and pain is caused for Americans as a result of it, it will affect them politically. It's impossible for it not to, uh, I believe. And while I have called for years for reform of these, these gigantic entitlement programs, that being Social Security and Medicare and uh, Medicaid, which is not an entitlement, it's just welfare, because these are what's chewing up most of our money and our resources. It's the third rail of politics, as they say, and there's just no appetite in either party to address that. 
and e even folks that are for limited government and are conservative in their governing philosophy, if you start talking about making adjustments to Social Security and Medicare, they get pretty fired up about it. I understand it. I mean, I, I get it. I do think there are ways of sort of phasing into something different or making adjustments. And that's been discussed, but it just it can't get any traction. And the minute you mention it, man, your political foes, they'll just jump all over you and you'll lose. That's why oh, yeah, we, the, that's why the same the media that all throughout Trump's tenure was fawning over the good old days of W. That's the same media that went after W when he even thought about giving you the chance to take your money and not put it into Social Security, but to actually invest it. Yeah. And I would be for, so Bowen Starkville says, serious question, what would you do if you were in a position to make recommendations? And that's what I would do. I, w I would, uh, I think we ought to do the same thing in purse. That's not a popular view, but I, I, it's got the same problem. It's just a microcosm of Social Security. These are defined benefit programs, which just means that once you uh, are eligible for benefits, you get them till you die. It's not like a private pension or a private 401k plan, a defined contribution plan is what those are called, which says, hey, when you spend all your money, you spend all your money, you're done. Whatever you save for retirement, that's how much you got. In a defined benefit plan, it's not how it works. It's permanent. It's like, so I think I've shared the story of Ida Mae Fuller. She was the first Social Security recipient back in the 30s. She paid 22 bucks into the program and got 20000 out of it because she lived much longer than the life expectancy. Because it's not paid for by what you pay in. It's paid for by people that are paying in at the time you're drawing benefits. That's a defined benefit program. That's why it's upside down. It's time for a break here. Aha! Bumping us out of this segment on One Hit Wonder Wednesday. When we return, our good friend Ricky Matthews will join us talking about his new show, Super Talk Outdoors, and then Beach Boy tickets to give away after that. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. An 80% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 86. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 69. Your Thursday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 86. And for your finally Friday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 162nd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 17th. Enjoy a variety of family fun entertainment free with your fair admission. New to the fair this year, something you don't want to miss, the Extreme Bull Riding Fall Nationals and the Tri-State Rodeo. They're both coming to the State Fair. Buy your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com. Stop by the Coliseum box office. Follow us on Facebook for more information. Come on out to the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 17th. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd, at the Country Club of Jackson. 
Jackson. Jones Sign Company would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Johnny Jones and the crew salute you. Thank you from Jones Sign Company. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. At Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you work, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Alliance Ag Risk Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Middays with Gerard. Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays is back with you gerard and rhino in the super talk studios joining us now ricky matthews he's the host of coast view on super talk mississippi and you got a new show coming up ricky very excited for you congratulations on that super talk outdoors tell us what's going to happen there well, I'm looking forward to it. But let me first say congratulations to you, Gerard. I mean, you hit the ground running. You were the man for the job, and uh, it's been amazing watching you. Your depth and breadth of experience with entrepreneurship and understanding the financial situation is really going to aid you well as we continue to fight for ways to help the economy move forward. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Appreciate so anyway, yeah. I wanted to say that first. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, so look uh, – You've done a good job uh, working with the foundation. JT did a great job working with the foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks over all these years. What has happened at the foundation is that they've you know, begun to find their voice, and uh, they've sort of been in the background all these years. I think the Conservation Trust Fund brought them forward in more ways than, yeah. than, the, than uh, they had in the past, and they came to realize that this is a really significant opportunity for them. And at the end of the day, um, you know, outdoors is something that's in my heart and soul. I have a place up in the Mississippi Delta that I'm leaving for in just a few minutes. And 
I live here on the coast of Mississippi, you know, fishing the backwaters and offshore. I'm actually in my hunting and fishing uh, room as a studio as we speak. I'm looking forward to this. We're going to we're going to do everything that you guys did before, but we're going to take it a little bit further and have more Coast U type conversations for people who haven't listened to Coast U. It's a chance to sort of get to know better the people who are the the, the outdoor celebrities here in Coast here along uh, Mississippi. I'll give you an example. The first show is going to be Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris from Primos Outdoors. Oh, cool. And we're going to talk about their love of hunting, what's it like to do their TV show and all of that. We'll have people in from the department from time to time to talk about deer season and duck season and all the things that matter. But we're going to work harder to find those people who have a story to tell, those ambassadors that are working to push Mississippi's outdoor forward in this state. What a great what a great state this is as it relates to the outdoors, and I look forward to being a part of that. Yeah, that that is so cool. Uh, and so, tell us a little bit about the format of the show. What do you anticipate there? Well, it's going to be, you know, Jimmy Primos and Brad Ferris probably do a lot of interviews along the way, but what I want to know what drives them personally. Yeah. Where, where did they personally get their love of the outdoors from? Uh, Shakespeare wrote this great thing. He said that um, that the earth has music for those who listen. And we in, we in Mississippi sort of know that that, 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 that the outdoors has so many messages. I also like to quote, quote John Muir, who said, uh, you know, that, that there is incredible opportunity for us to really enjoy the outdoors. He, he's written so much about it. And I, I tell you, I, I want to understand what makes the people tick. What is yeah. it that makes them so profoundly willing to be the ambassadors for Mississippi as they travel the world and uh, and and find those unique personalities, those hunter and fishermen, people who maybe don't hunt and fish and just enjoy the state parks, who have great stories to tell. We're going to find those people and have sort of campfire conversations with them to find out what makes them tick. You know, we are so blessed, as you indicated, in the state of Mississippi. Very unique assets we have in terms of the outdoors and hunting and, and fishing. And it, it is a part of the lives of so many Mississippians, uh, which is really incredible when it you is. think about it. And it's a big industry on top of that. I mean, it generates a lot of dollars, and it, and it, is, it is a very uh, diverse industry in, in that there are lots of money going to a, lots of different goods and services, uh, all for the purpose of hunting, fishing, and enjoying the great outdoors. And we're also blessed with a number of fantastic state parks. And we also have a really good agency in the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Yes, People that are really committed to what they're doing, as you know, I've had many of them on the show uh, for the last year and got to know them and have thoroughly enjoyed that. But they take a lot of pride in these assets and conserving those assets and ensuring that they uh, serve Mississippians and provide pleasure and entertainment to Mississippians. No, they do. You know, we're lucky to have such an amazing agency, and and like you have done, I'm I'm going to continue to focus on making sure people understand the role that they play. Um, you know, if you think about coastal Mississippi and and offshore fishing, some of the best in the world here, some of the best backwater fishing in the world. Yeah. You think about the lakes, and uh, and you you pointed out the state parks what they had to offer. You think, think about the Mississippi Delta and that, that region along the Mississippi River and what it provides in terms of outdoor enjoyment. It's a, it's, a, it's a very special place. It's probably some of the most significant deer hunting, duck hunting, offshore fishing 
in the world right here in Mississippi. And I, I want to mention one other thing, just from an economic point of view, you, you pointed this out and you think about farming being this number one industry in, in the state of Mississippi. We're talking about billions and billions of dollars. Right. And then outdoor recreation being billions of dollars. And you think about how the farming community and outdoorsmen work together in the state. Whoo, man, we've, we've got a lot to celebrate. We really do. And this show is going to be about that, celebrating the people who are trying to illuminate the light, the people at the, at the, at the department, at the agency who are focused on making sure we get the best of the best to take advantage of. It's, uh, it's going to be a great celebration. I'm looking forward to hosting it. And we have, as you know, most of the land in Mississippi is privately owned. And, and uh, most of where that hunting yeah. and fishing occurs is on private land. But these private landowners, they are conservators in their own right. I mean, they truly understand the value of the assets they have, and they want to work uh, really across the spectrum of private and public sector entities to ensure that uh, those lands and those waterways are protected and, and keep providing for Mississippians. Yeah, over 90% of the land in Mississippi is privately owned. And, you know, think about the Conservation Trust Fund that didn't make it this past session. Yeah. Hopefully it will make it this next session. But the majority of the matching funds that will be available to Mississippi are actually through the Farm Bill. And so you're, you're talking about billions of dollars that's available. If we don't make private lands part of that trust fund, then we'll lose out on the opportunity to have all that matching fund from the from the uh, Farm Bill. But, you know, it's interesting, uh, Gerard. The show will will touch on important issues like that, and certainly we'll talk about why what happens in Washington or why what happens in Jackson is important to you if you're enjoying the outdoors. Um, you have to do some of that, and I, and I hope to be able to do it in a way that's not talking over people's heads, that's talking about policy in a way that they can understand it. But at the end of the day, I want people to come back to this show. We want people to come back to the show because they just enjoy the outdoors and they get a good dose of it. And we're not going to get into a bunch of politics. You know, the one thing that brings us together, and that's why Steve Azar's song, One Mississippi, is the theme song for this, for this new outdoor show. The one time when we can come together, whether we're Republicans or Democrats, black or white, whatever, whatever, is when we're in the outdoors together. Yeah. And that's, that's what I want to celebrate. Yeah, that's good. That's a great, great point there. And, uh, and it's so true because it is, it is a bond. It, it, I think we can all sort of agree on that. And uh, maybe break through and cut through some of the conflict to solve problems working together. I can think of no better way to do that than enjoying the great Mississippi outdoors. So are you going to be recording the show in studio? Are you going to do some on-location stuff? Uh, how's that going to work? So the, the, we're going to use very much the format we're doing for COSU, which, um, which is we, we do it. We're going to record it day of. So we'll record the show at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's going to play at noon. That way... If issues are cropping up, yeah. especially during the legislative session, we'll be able to be very focused on that. But what I like about it, when I did a recent interview with Will Primus at his house, you get a chance to kind of go into his uh, study and see his turf. Yeah. So we're looking forward to using his latest technology to to make it a multimedia opportunity. Yeah, and you know, uh, speaking of Will, his company, I mean, it's known throughout the world for what they produce. and. Uh, I'll share something with you here. When he started that company back in the 80s, uh, my company implemented his first accounting and inventory system back then when he had a little space over by the old Primo's Northgate uh, restaurant. Remember it well. Uh, and then we've got Mossy Oak and the empire that, that they have built all right here in Mississippi. Was up there for a remote uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah. and was just astonished at 
uh, again, just how diverse they are in all of their business operations. It, this is really a good place to operate in the outdoors industry. It, uh, it's a good place to do something to make some money. The Drake brand? And by the way, all yeah. these guys that we just mentioned and more like them, yeah. Our ambassadors yeah. for this thing. Yeah, I, I didn't Around mean to leave world? anybody out. Please, you know that. Um, just those two came <laughs> off the top. I have the Drake brand as well. And there are plenty more and lots of other folks that serve outdoorsmen. Mississippi's just blessed with that. And we're going to be in good shape with you hosting this show. I look forward to it. Congratulations to you on that, Ricky. Enjoy being on the team with you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Me too, buddy. Take care. Have a great day. We'll be back with more Middays. We got a a giveaway, and I got to explain some more stuff about uh, Social Security and so forth. It's a bit confusing. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? 
Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Department of Human Services assists about 22,000 children every month through their child care program. To qualify, Director Bob Anderson says your household income can't be more than 85% of the median state wage, so that's about 38000 a year for you to qualify. There'll be some changes November 1st. One of the things we're going to stop doing is counting child support payments as part of the household income. Uh, That doesn't qualify a lot of people, disqualify a lot of people, but it does occasionally. A large solar facility was recently approved for Scott County. Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey says more are on the way. Potentially, probably two to 2,500 megawatts, investments of close to $3 billion in consideration at some point in time. And these are dispersed all throughout the state. He says Mississippi is an attractive area for these facilities due to affordable land and access to large markets. America's largest block party, Cruising the Coast, celebrates its 25th anniversary with nonstop fun and entertainment from October the 3rd through October the 10th on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, from Moss Point to Bay St. Louis. Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live on Wednesday, October the 6th from 10 till 1 p.m. at the Biloxi Town Green, a week of car cruising, entertainment, food, and fun. This event was recently rated the number one car show in the country by USA Today. For more info, visit cruisingthecoast.com. That's cruisingthecoast.com. It's America's largest block party with you and Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll see you there. Hey, this is Stephen with Americans for Prosperity, Mississippi. Do you know how your legislators really voted on the issues that impact you and your family every day? Often, our elected officials campaign on defending your rights and liberties, yet they vote for special interest and irresponsible policies. See how your legislators voted at scorecardms.com to hold them accountable and encourage them to continue advancing the cause of liberty in Mississippi. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. You are tuned in to Middays with Gerard Rhino in the studio as well. 
So uh, we still got to get to a giveaway here. We'll do that in just a minute. But on the ceasefire text line, still working and contributing to support retirees. Plan to work on past full retirement age because of job enjoyment. 65 now and healthy. Well, congratulations and and uh, appreciate that. Uh, you letting us know about that. That's that's good. Good for you. And I'm glad you enjoy your work and want to keep working. I, I wish we could get more because everywhere I go, you're having to wait. I mean, drove through the pharmacy last night, no drive through not enough people. You go do any restaurant, not enough people. Can't serve you inside, drive throughs are jammed up. Everything's wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't blame them for it. They're doing the best they can with limited staff. What I can't figure out is the governor ended the federal enhanced unemployment benefits in June. How are everybody eating? Surviving without working. What's going on? I, I'm scratching my head on that one. I can't figure it out. Well, I mean, that child tax credit came along right there after that. I guess so. And I did have friends that uh, are business owners who said they had staff come to them and say, Hey, I just got this money in my check. Didn't even know what it was. Child tax credit. I'm out of here. Unbelievable. Just totally Unbelievable. And in, uh, in my view, I did want to clarify a statement I made about Social Security and Medicare being entitlements. What that, what I'm saying there is that you're entitled to it, you, you, contractually. The government essentially has made a contract with you. If you participate in the program, which is required, it's mandated, then you're entitled to the benefits. The question is, what are you entitled to? Because they don't stipulate that. Folks are probably surprised to find that the average Medicare recipient receives about $300,000 more in benefits than they pay in, plus reasonable return on those uh, amounts paid in. Again, defined benefit plan. And that's with Social Security reimbursing it a great deal less than private insurance does. So the cost of care that is being covered by Medicare insurance is is less than it is uh, through private insurance. Medicaid, on the other hand, is a $600 billion, $613 billion welfare program that provides free health insurance to various covered categories and um, health coverage. We have 720,000, I think, is the last number I saw in the state of Mississippi that are enrolled in Medicaid, and that's without Medicaid expansion, without. It is estimated that would uh, add about 150 to 250,000. The numbers aren't clear there uh, to the rolls, which means that a third of our population would be on Medicaid. A third. We should be addressing why do we have so many people that are even eligible? We've got to grow our economy such that we don't need all this welfare, that people can. Take care of themselves. Don't need all these giveaways. By the way, SNAP, you probably saw that. It's going up 21%. 21%. October 1, two days. 21%. It, too, of course, is a welfare program. It's a giant transfer program. It's going up 21%. Just incredible. And by the way, without the legislature, or excuse me, the Congress, Amending any law. 
There's some questions about the legality of the agency just saying, hey, we're going up, and they've dug into something from 1975 that they're relying on to do that. It's 21%. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Let's see. I agree with 99.99999% of everything you say, but these business owners in Mississippi have never paid people what they're worth. That's from Dusty. Who determines what they're worth, Dusty? The market. The market is the only fair arbiter of wages. Not the government, not these external third-party forces. The market. The fact is, they're getting paid what the market will bear. Just like, just like pricing is set at what the market will bear. Another thing the market's going to sort out is this vaccination requirements. Folks are getting laid off, fired, quitting, leaving at record rates, causing more stress on a, just a host of businesses, healthcare institutions across the country. The market will sort that out. You'll either have to come up with something else, or you won't have any workers. And if you don't have enough workers, you can't operate. If you can't operate, you can't produce cash flow. If you can't produce cash flow, you're out of business. And that's the beauty of the market. They've always had the attitude that people should be glad they have a job, so they just take it or leave it. Well, you know what? If the economy grew dusty, then they wouldn't. They just leave. I can tell you, in my business, that wasn't the case because the demand for the talent was about 10x what the supply was, and not a day went by that headhunters from across the country were calling into my people, offering them better deals every single day. And how do we keep them? Because we we paid fairly, and we provided them a great environment to work in, which, by the way, most workers in poll after poll say that, that their relationship with their boss and the work environment is a higher priority to them than compensation. Not that they don't have to be reasonably compensated, but they'd give up some compensation for quality of life at work, quality in the work environment. So the, the reason that employers, if they're having that attitude, Dustin, that's because it, there's not enough demand and supply dynamic where the demand exceeds the supply such that they couldn't do that. Like they do in my business, they come into my office and put their feet on my desk and tell me what I'm going to pay them. That's how it works. Or else I'm out of here. And by the way, i got 18 offers waiting for me if you think I'm lying about that. I mean, that, that's where the market does its job. But government interference in it is why we're having this problem. Why people are on the sidelines, playing video games, sitting on the damn couch. It's ridiculous. So you've got employers competing with the government. That is socialism at its finest. And Joe and the Democrats want to introduce more government into the economy. What is it, uh, Rhino, I may have sent you a clip, hopefully we can get to, where (laughs) one of the members of Congress, I think, said it's just monopoly money. That was their attitude towards running up this debt and all this spending. Go with a giveaway. Oh, yeah. On October 6th, legendary rock group the Beach Boys are going to be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets for the show are already on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, or you can stop by the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But 
now you've got a chance to win a pair of tickets without having to pay a dime. All you got to do is be the 21st person to text in to the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Text in with the key phrase, California Girls, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see the Beach Boys at the Brandon Amphitheater on October 6th. Also be listening the rest of the week for more chances to win tickets to see the Beach Boys. There you go. The Beach Boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, have you heard if there will be any investigations into the massive amount of fraud in the PPP loans? Yeah, so let's be clear. The fraud that was committed was just fabricated businesses or or individuals and groups that were just making up businesses to qualify for loans. I don't know if there will be, but by far, just what just absolutely uh, overshoots that amount of money is unemployment fraud. Uh, Now estimated to be about $350 billion. And that's mainly coming from foreign operators that steal these Social Security numbers and go file and qualify and get benefits. Uh, so it's just a humongous problem. Look, there's been 80 to $100 billion of fraud in Medicare and Medicaid annually for decades, and nobody addresses it. They look the other way, as a matter of fact. We had some addressing of it by Auditor Shad White here. You remember that recently. I think he recovered, what, $55 million. But it's just rampant. It's, gi- it's gi- gigantic in that re- respect. The fair value in the marketplace works great in the private sector, but it has no bearing in state government or federal agencies. I disagree with that, uh, Kirk from Columbus. It absolutely can and should, and it's, again, private sector and government competing for the same talent pool. We will uh, take a break here for the final segment on middays. We'll get that to you when we come back. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. He takes the pin, signs the dotted line, touchdown! That's right, you'll always score big when you shop your home team, Ridgeland Mitsubishi. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mitsubishi in stock. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now with super low 1.9% APR for 60 months. That's right, 1.9% financing for 60 months on new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlanders. This will save you thousands in finance charges alone and get a free 55-inch TV on us. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it at the best possible price no matter its condition. Worried about your 
credit, don't stress. We, we say, say yes. Spec Credit, you're approved. No credit, you're approved. Our team of credit specialists are here to serve you and understand that not everyone is perfect. So come score big with your home team where you're approved. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With Prophetic Deal of Details. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Middays is back with you. So it's the Democrat that was uh, in charge of the budget committee. Uh, Yarmouth is the name. Said, we don't have to balance our checkbooks. We're like the banker in Monopoly. We create the money and everyone else has to play game with it. That's that's how they think about it. Seriously. That's how you can tell he actually never played a game of Monopoly. Because <laughs> if you play by the rules, when the bank's out of money, it's out of money. <sighs> but also, if you play by the rules, it doesn't take four hours, because if you land on a space and you don't want to buy it, it goes up for auction. That's true. <laughs> In a private sector, the fear of failure is always a concern, and state and federal agencies have no such fear except for election times. That's Kirk from Columbus. Couldn't agree more. Totally in alignment with you on that, Kirk. That This is why I oppose, and we should all be concerned about these massive spending plans that serve to disincentivize working to take care of yourself and your family. Well, I don't have to worry about it. The government's got me. And I believe that just that just engenders laziness. There's no question, man. I, what drove me is, shoot, I don't want to lose this deal. I don't want to go bankrupt. I want to make sure my family's taken care of. That means i got to work on all these holidays and all night and weekends. Okay, so be it. I get it. But now, it's, no, I can't do that. Well, you'll go bankrupt if you don't. No, the government's got me. While the people that are putting out that effort, exerting that effort, are taking care of your lazy butt. That's what I oppose. And, and that's what this government, I think, that's what their goal is. That's what they aspire to do, is create this government-dependent society. And we all will lose if they achieve that. Oh, gosh. On the ceasefire text line from the 601. Back the truck up. It goes up for auction? You mean I wasted all these years not knowing that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's in the rules of Monopoly, that little booklet of rules that's really dense. <laughs> but, yeah, if you land on a, on a spot and you don't want to buy it, everybody else has a chance to auction for it. That's right. And can get it for less than face value. I've played the game both ways. It's a lot way. faster the the real way, yeah. the way you're supposed to play yeah. it. If you don't play it with that rule, it can take forever. <laughs> so true. So uh, Thomas sends in, uh, are you a member of the CWA there, Thomas? Just curious. These union apologists are gnashing their teeth now that they realize the union didn't stop the vaccine mandate. Yeah, and, and so... I want to say that in New York, where teachers are required to be vaccinated, originally, I should say initially, a judge struck that down. But yesterday, I think a judge, a panel of judges, upheld it. So it's done deal. Um, now, they say that something like 85% of the teachers are vaccinated. But this is happening across the country and while I support the right of an organization, uh, even a private organization, I support their right to require vaccinations of a condition of employment, I say again, the market will sort that out. If you can't get enough people to work for you because of that mandate, 
or you start losing people that are pretty critical and valuable to your company, maybe you'll come up with something different. The market is really good at that. Government intervention screws it up. That's what I, that's what I totally oppose. But this monopoly money comment, can you believe that? That's the Senate Budget Committee. Thomas says, I'm not a member. I got tricked into joining when I was a new hire, and then they did, when they didn't file my grievance, I ditched their sorry butts. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Uh, on a personal note, congratulations on your show, and I appreciate you answering texts. I appreciate that, Kirk. Try to get to them. It's, it is a more difficult, as Rhino knows, and it's, good. it's a good thing, because we got so many in the audience that want to participate in the conversation, and we are very grateful for that, and we really do try to get to all of them as best we can, and I appreciate you guys tuning in uh, to the various media, listening, engaging. It makes it more fun, and I think just makes for a, a better program. I think others like to hear what you have to say about matters. We may not always agree, but we'll be respectful, and you guys are to us as well. We appreciate it. Well, that concludes the show for today. We will be back in uh, the studio again tomorrow. Will Rhino and I, and then out at the Sanderson Farms on Friday. Looking forward to that. And Sports Talk guys will be out there today and tomorrow. Stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.